You're listening to the best of the Tom Bernard Show.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> so I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My. A special stripe. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. why I drink. We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are, and, you know, we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice, and they go from there and then call us back later. But the key is is that they don't know all their rights or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster, and that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is? Is 800-770-7008. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you, as always, by Brad, Sean, and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had a comedian double up. We had Mikey Winfield and Chris Franjola next on the best of. Richard Pryor still did the funniest thing about love toys ever, ever, ever recorded. He goes, man, you know there's one thing about those, those like vibrators. You turn on the vibrator, it goes, Zzz, and then you use it, it goes, <laughs> Richard. Oh. This is, these are my favorite times, man, when people just come, they show up, and we put people together. I love these, like the setting at this table right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I like you it, too. things like this. Yeah. You know, it's wonderful. You know, a guy like Richard Pryor couldn't just come out now. Mm-mm. He just couldn't Probably go not. on stage now and, you know, without the fans. Like, imagine him now without the fans and still having to gain the fans. It's different once you have the people. Then you can right. just sell out and you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But no, he would just struggle and be boycotted or just mm-hmm. ignored or, you know. Speaking of uh, Richard Pryor, how do you feel about Eddie Murphy hosting Saturday Night Live tonight? Oh, it's tonight? It's tonight. I knew he was yeah, coming back. Yeah, he's back. I, I, feel, I almost feel like it's a little beneath him, Saturday Night Live, at this point. I feel like he's, uh, he's, he's, he's got legendary status now, and he doesn't need... Like, right. how, how good yeah, could it true. possibly be? Yeah. Yeah, Chris Rock, those kind of people. That's right. Yeah, I but I don't think that. even Rock's even done it in a while. No, I don't yeah, think he's Some guys, I just think they're above it. Oh, yeah. Not that Sunday Live is bad or anything, but it's just I just think it's it's not going to help. 
Eddie Murphy to do Saturday Night Live. Rock popped up on Saturday Night Live the week after um, Trump was elected. That's right. Yes, oh, he did, did that opening. And uh, he did. Oh, that yeah. was Dave Chappelle. Dave they were together. Oh, they were together. They were together. There were the people in the room were losing their mind. This is the worst thing ever. And all they did was just look at each other and kept laughing because oh, they're like, "You, you remember a little thing called slavery?" Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's, Eddie's one of those guys I want to win. But I got that fear element. You know, like when, you know, like as a comic, when right. you have another comic, he's newer and you don't want him to bomb. You're yeah. like, I want him to do well. Of course. I think everybody does. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. doing that tonight, I, even if it's fantastic, it's it's going to be criticized so much that mm-hmm. I think people are expecting too much. I like Dolomite. Did you watch it? Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I remember yeah. Dolomite. But I got to tell you, what... Now, see, I can't sit in it. The one thing that pisses me off, because there's no bigger Richard Pryor fan than me, but as a white man in America today, I cannot even say the name of one of his goddamn albums. <laughs> right, yeah. That pisses me off. But, right, but we know true. the one you're talking about. Everybody knows the one you're talking about. That yeah. and ends with crazy. <laughs> right, yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I Or know. Bicen- Bicentennial. Bicentennial. Yeah. Or Super. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's got a few. But I, that, when did that album come out? When did that come out? Oh, 75? Yeah, I would guess. I could be wrong. Time ago. Yeah. But I remember I, I brought it home and I put it on the record player back then. Yeah. The vinyl, put it on a record player, and I'm playing it. And all of a sudden, my mother comes and knock, knocks on my bedroom door. She goes, What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Every other word is fuck. I remember as a kid trying to buy uh, an album live on the Sunset Trip and they wouldn't sell it to me. Because oh, I was too, too young. Too yeah. young. Yeah, my yeah. mother had to go get get it for me. Did she do it? Yeah, she did. She was yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, she yeah. Got she, I mean, I don't think she knew album. what was going on, but yeah, <laughs> she just thought I wanted a record. Do you think you yeah. two guys think that anybody, or anybody in the room actually? Do you think that anybody will ever influence comedy the way he did again? Is that Prior? even possible? He changed comedy know. forever. You know, There's no doubt about that. I kind of think it is happening in a way now. I Do think that's really? what Chappelle's special was about. It was about Chappelle's like, good, man. you know, let me change the energy. Yeah, I right. felt like he wasn't so much like I'm a guy that needs to be funny. I think he was kind of like we were just you know, talking about this out in the hallway mm-hmm. before we came in. Right? Yeah, it's that, like this is kind of what the aura needs right, right. now. Yeah. So people get off their like. <laughs> Snotty asses. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, he does that yeah. one bit in there where he talks about, I'm going to do an, an impression. And if you screw up one time, I'm going to nail you, this, that, and the other. Right. And then he asks the crowd, Who is that? And they're all like, And he goes, It's you! It's yeah. right. you yeah. freaking people! Yeah. Because you. <laughs> no, it's true. Just waiting for me to screw up, so, you know. But yeah. that, that's that's who are trying to be successful now. It's right. the guys with the blog. Like, okay, how's my blog going to get attention? Right. It's not going to get yeah. it with good news. All right. right. It's no, going to get it with, you know, like, yeah. even Siskel and Ebro. I respected them. They said good stuff and bad stuff. Now they're just like, all right, how can I ruin this guy? Right. <laughs> yeah. that, no, that's very, that's very true. That's the approach, man. And it's, that's very, very true. Well, but, you remember that day you and Philip and who the hell else was it? Somebody else. I'm sitting at the station. This is many years ago. It's the station. So I have three black men come over to the newspaper and go, look at this. You're a racist. 
Remember that when you guys? Oh, it was it was Tevin. Was it Tevin? Yeah, yeah. The newspaper said I was racist because of the way I talked to black people, right? Right. Because I just talked to black people like I do to everybody else. So you can't do that apparently in America without white people thinking you're racist. Yeah, yeah. Or at least you know the the. Right. Writing crew now that sure. nobody ever reads. Does anybody read newspapers anymore? Ever? No, I haven't. No, in, no. Uh, no. they're so thin cool. now. It's amazing. The New York Times <laughs> is like two right. sheets it's of paper. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it used to be used to be like a five pounds, but now well, it's it was, yeah. It, yeah. Now it's all opinion columns online. Right. right. <laughs> That's, that should be what happens column. this year. We should just shut down paper publications like that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a waste. Of, it's a it's waste happen. of paper. I actually. just read uh, the OC Weekly in Orange County. Like, oh, yeah. they, that's yep. done. Yep. Just uh, oh, just closed up last week. Yeah. Not that I want people out of work, but yeah. No, I understand. You know, hey, yeah. Why? Right. Yeah. A lot of electronic stuff they could work on. They what's what's the evolution, though? What's after phones? Oh. I've always wondered that. Because it's like, have we exceeded Chips our... in your head. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's oh, it. That's scary, yeah, is this yeah. it? Is, right. Right. Have we? Have yeah. Because it's like, what's next? I mean, we have basically a computer right in our hand. Yeah, I don't gotta, know how much more advanced we can get. I also feel that way about evolution. Like, will our thumbs be eventually, and I'm not kidding about this, mm-hmm. eventually become bigger because we need them more than we used to? <laughs> you know, yeah, to. yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's how evolution happens. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think that there's something to that. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah, get to I the point know. where I lose one of my thumbs and they put my big toe on there. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that Louisville basketball player in yeah. the 80s? Yeah. yeah. They did that. I did. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they right. did. What did they do? They took his, for those of us. Yeah. <laughs> they took his big toe. And put, put it on his thumb. Yeah, yeah, Did his free throw percentage go up? He was a pretty terrible free throw shooter, but he was a hell of a rebounder. Suffered from a terrible case of athlete's hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Everybody. Wouldn't that be the greatest? You're yeah. guarding him like this. You got your hands up. You got to like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like you're not going to notice. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. hell of a yeah. defensive move. It's like, just throw your hands up. I got a thumb and I got a foot. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, when is that biopic or doc coming out? I don't know. I want to see that. Biopic. <laughs> yeah, he was he he was one of the uh that was with Dr. Duncanstein. Oh, Dr. Duncanstein. Yeah, absolutely. He was with that group of Louisville Cardinals and then <sighs> Dr. Duncanstein. Yeah. And what is that who is that Tom Brookshire? He said the Louisville basketball team has a collective IQ of 40. Remember when he said that? Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. Dis- and he that was dis- the end of his career. Yeah, and he disappeared. <laughs> right. after that. Yeah. yeah. Probably not a good idea to no. be saying that about young black men. You what, know year what, I mean? what year was that? What year was that? God, that'd be 40 years ago. Yeah. So, oh, people were getting kicked out then for college. Oh, yeah. Jimmy the Greek got kicked yeah. out? Uh, I argued said, against yeah. it, but they wouldn't listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> Keep him. He's a good Keep girl. I think a Howard, Howard Cosell was another one. He was, look he, at that little yeah, look at that run. little monkey run. Yeah, and he, he was he was yeah. gone. From, Is that how he left? That's how he yeah. left. Monday night, Monday night football. Yeah, Joe talking Washington. About, uh, Joe, I think Joe Redskins. Yeah, a little yeah. Joe. Yeah. He said, look, look, watch that little monkey roll. Yeah. Mike is holding his stomach right <laughs> while you're on camera. And do you remember, do, do you remember the, uh, the G- GM of the Dodgers? Remember him? Years oh, yeah. Ago? He Al went Campanis. on air. Al he, Al yeah, Al Campanis went on Nightline. That we lacked the bowing seat. But he yeah, was you, right about you, that. You, lacked the, yeah, you, had, you didn't have a bone in your foot and you couldn't right. swim. Or we lacked the bowing seat. And then, and then Ted Koppel tried to stop him and he kept doubling down on it. I remember that. Or Jimmy the Greek, Jimmy the Greek, the Greek said, Snyder yeah. said that we were, and it's basically almost true that yeah. we were, we were yeah, we just were yeah. bred, bred to be athletes. Yeah, athletes. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> Do you think the guys that say they, they're looking to exit? You know, right. they, when they want to go home, you know, yeah. they do. You know yeah. how like you got the yeah. wife that's like, no, you're going to work. <laughs> and he's like, how can point. I get out of this? Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah. 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 18 year old, those are the things I heard on TV. Yeah. And you just kind of sit there and go, oh, okay, I can't wow. believe you said that. But yeah. <laughs> carry one on. My, <laughs> one of my favorites of all time back when I was working, I mean, this is like almost 50 years ago now. I'm working with this guy, this African American guy, and me, and we'd always hang out together. <laughs> he was one of my favorites. He's driving along, we're on Hennepin Avenue, driving along, and I'm sitting in the passenger seat. There's this Asian woman. And she's kind of like staring. He was a handsome guy. I mean, no question about it. But she was staring at him. And he's looking at me. And he's looking at her. And he looks at me. And he rolls down the window and goes, what you looking at, Chinese woman? <laughs> <laughs> I think she was trying to give you a compliment. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. So, you know, racist black people, typical. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, typical. Chinese woman. <laughs> looking at Chinese woman. I said, she might be Japanese. I'm not sure. Yeah. But back then, you only had one choice. You couldn't be Filipino or Vietnamese. You were either Chinese or... Puerto Rican. That was it. You know, that's because I think, you know, especially in Baltimore, growing up in Baltimore, we didn't have the other food options. Right. The corner store was Chinese, Chinese. food. And it wasn't yeah. yeah. No, it's right. Know, that's true, yeah. yeah. And it was, yeah, and there was that. one on every corner. There was a liquor store and a Chinese food Chinese place. Food, right. Yeah. And a church. Yeah. And every. Isn't that phenomenal? Yeah. There was no Thai. Right. right. There was no Korean food no. or, you know. No. And to no, this day. Why? Why? I don't, I don't know. know. White people probably yeah. wouldn't need it. They, wouldn't. <laughs> they probably wouldn't. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, in terms of like, if you lump all Asians together, like what, 80% of them are Chinese? So I, I mean, they're about, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. There's there just a lot, lot of Chinese, Chinese people. people. And the so. food is that's good factual. as hell. That's factual. Yeah, but yeah. Not, yeah. not Minnesota, though. Minnesota is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Chinese. Yeah, it does. When there's nothing to compare it to, though, it's great. That's true. I remember when I was a kid eating my crappy Chinese food, and I loved it. Now it's like, there's a place right next to here called Yangtze, actually. It's super good. Yeah, that is It's good. like three blocks away That is that. good. Well, Andy doesn't run it anymore. <laughs> no. Andy doesn't own it anymore. No. I don't friend. know. Yeah, he left. Yeah. But to this day, my siblings and friends in St. Louis call it the Chinaman. And it's like, you can't say that. <laughs> can't say the Chinaman. Oh, we, we called it worse than that when I was growing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and every, and yeah. every one of them in big, bold letters, chop suey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you got to have jobs, do mm-hmm. we? You know, oh, remember Pekin, Illinois? Remember what they did? What's that? No. Pekin yeah. is a town. Pekin, P-E-K-I-N is a town in Illinois, and I'm not making this up. And you can get pissed at me if you want, but it's true. You can look it up. Until about 30 years ago, maybe it was. Maybe longer than that. The Like, where I went was North High School. So it was the North Polars. Get it? The oh, polar gotcha. Bear. Yeah. North Polar. Sure. The name of their team was the Pekin Chinks. Wow. Oh, man. You could look it up. <laughs> that I'm was not their, making that up. 
mascot? The, the chi- it was a Chinese like character. It was like, yeah. oh my god. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> Why do you have to vote to eventually change that? Why can't <laughs> you just, yeah. say, you know just walk in and say, <laughs> man, we're done. Well, <laughs> up the tent, I, I mean, I can't believe the Redskins is still a football no, team. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing to me that every year that comes up and, and it still has not been changed. I mean, I think at this point we're all on board that maybe that one should go away. Everyone oh, just God. looks away. Yeah. Just look away and like, okay. Although this. I got to tell you, the JB and I worked with a guy named Mike Gelfand, nice Jewish boy in America, and he said if they ever named a team the Kansas City Jews, he'd never <laughs> miss a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buy all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to every probably game. Probably true. <laughs> yeah. Now that's the opinion of one man. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely true. <laughs> Let's talk well, I taught, taught a civic class at a high school for six months, and we were trying to get the kids to understand how bad the name Redskins is. And I finally said, okay, yeah. we had cut out construction paper triangles. I said, everybody make a pennant of a, a team of your race, or your race, or your race right. that's equal to that. And as they were doing it, they, the light bulb started Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. yeah, I said, you know, that's a that's a person. That's a that's a group of people. Right. That's just not some logo. You know. Mm-hmm. Can I tell them about my North High School polers again? Sure. Phenomenal. <laughs> so I go to North High School, the polers. Now this high school is about eighty percent black. And they decided they didn't want a white bear as their logo. So one year for the homecoming slogan, they had, Bears have soul. <laughs> uh, all right. Not making it up, yeah. man. Not That's making awesome. it up. Yeah. It was phenomenal. I, I loved going there, though. It was, it was, that was a lot of fun. You would see things there like if a couple of, a couple of guys were getting a fist fight, you know, and one guy just beat the hell out of the other one. The mom of the kid who got beat up would come to school and beat the shit out of the other kid like, yeah. the next day. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, it was it, it, it was your hardcore inner city school. Absolutely, no be it. Don't be hitting my kid because I'll come to school and beat your ass for you. <laughs> it was phenomenal. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Best of the Tom Bernard podcast. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. That was Mikey Winfield and Chris Franjola on the best of. Coming up next, Mike Brody was back talking about headlining. And if you're uh, missed, you missed it, if you're listening to this now, but he was good. Next on the best of. Mike Brody in studio. What do you got going, Mike? Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be at the House of Comedy headlining. Uh, yeah, yeah. Excellent. And uh, see, I got a new YouTube channel. I started vlogging behind the scenes for comedy. I heard that. Yeah, so it's not it's not just like oh comedy set. It's like before and after and the stuff behind the scenes and you know in the green room and stuff like that. It's been pretty fun. Nobody's ever done that before, have they? I don't, I don't think. I don't, I don't think, think they so. have. I, I looked it up and I couldn't find any. There was one dude in France that did a little weird stuff, but it, <laughs> you know, in France, the Fr- How, French comedy well, scene. I was gonna say you found a French guy who's funny. <laughs> oh, I, oh, know, I never said oh, that. Are they receptive to this? It seems like some of those fellows are kind of, you're kind of nervous. I mean, it's really, that's a hard job. Well, most of the time it's people that I'm bringing, so they don't have a choice. Yeah, well, oh, you I'm like, oh, you want to do this gig? <laughs> you're coerced. Start dancing. I like it. Start <laughs> dancing, baby. 
but yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. And uh, I, you know, I've done huh. little like one nighter bar gigs and then a, a week long, you know, a weekend club full week. And then I just did a corporate in Cleveland and went down to do a cruise. So it's like all this different stuff. Right. You know? right. That one I just got back from like last Sunday night. So you got you got back from where? Uh, doing this it was a, a Norwegian cruise that I was working in. Oh, and, uh, really? Yeah, it started in uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and then went to, let me see, Aruba, Curacao. I thought it was Caraco, but it's Curacao. Curacao, yeah. Uh, and then St. Lucia and St. Kitts, and then back to... That's uh, awfully nice. Yeah, That's a great nice. trip, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I got, well, for me, a tan. You know, yeah, it's pretty. You are pretty tan for you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That is that's a fact. You're pretty damn tan for you. Now, how doing those cruise ships? Um, I've been on a cruise ship before, but there were there was no entertainment on the. Uh, we took a cruise to Cuba, mm-hmm. and there was no entertainment on there. So, what's it like performing for a, like a captive audience? Is that fun? It is fun because you know. I don't know about the other cruises because I've only done Norwegian so far, right. but they build a comedy club in there. It feels yeah, like a right. regular comedy. It's not, right. you know, the old myth is that you're in the corner by a salad bar and old blue-haired ladies are, ah, you know, but no, it feels like a real comedy club. The only major difference is, you know, you're in the middle of the ocean. Two, uh, you'll see them all week. It's the only time I've ever had a heckler. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's the only time I've ever had a heckler apologize to me three days later. Really? Yeah, because I saw him. Oh. He comes up, he goes, hey, uh... I was pretty drunk the other night. Yeah. I think I yelled at you. I'm sorry. That's never happened no, in my entire I, career. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's he could, a very cool he, thing. he got there. I got there. I wasn't even up for 20 seconds. He goes, what did the joke start? Like, he was just waiting to say that, oh, you know? I, I hadn't even finished uh. my joke. And I just looked. He was wasting. I go, I don't know. Probably when you sober up. So, like, in a week. <laughs> well, yeah, about then a got, week. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine days. Something like that. Yeah. You know, right in that ballpark in any game. Yeah, I've never understood heckling uh, comedians. And I'll tell you why. Uh, they're a lot better at ad-libbing than you are. So we why would win. you do that? Yeah, yeah, you're always going to win. Yeah, they're not going to beat us. No, I mean, why? yeah, once, that's a good idea to heckle them. I mean, that's you know, uh, I don't want to encourage it at all. But like, sometimes I don't mind it because I know it's fun to tear them down. Yeah. The, the worst kind of heckling is the people that you're hitting your punchline and they start yelling oh, stuff, I hate and then that. it just it derails the joke. Yep. That's what I really really hate. But there's there's been this trend. One of the um, there's a comic out there that has these videos like comedian destroys heckler, and I feel like. I've heard at his shows that people show up now to heckle him. Oh, and you I, know, yeah. Yeah, and I think it encourages Yours. other people to do it, yeah. you know? Yep. And so it's part of the job. you got to be prepared to deal with it, but you just you also don't want it. But you got to be – it's like a reality. Right. You know? Right. It's like being a firefighter and having safety planned or whatever, you know? I'm not a firefighter. I don't know what they do. <laughs> they fight fire. <laughs> if I wind that. <laughs> That's all I do. That's pretty Basic much it. That's everything. <laughs> well, Tom Farley was on the morning show this morning, as a matter of fact. Chris yep. Farley's older brother. Tom's going to do a, a speech tomorrow night at Hazel and Betty Ford uh, for uh, first responders. Wait, how many brothers does he have? About 15. Say, isn't there a Kevin Farley? Well, there's a Kevin Farley. There's a Tom Farley. There's okay. a there's another Joel Farley. So he's sober? Or he's uh, just doing a speech at the... They're all sober now. Okay, they're all sober. <laughs> yeah, Tom and I kind of talked about it. They're like, so does anybody in the Farley family still drink? Well, no, but... <laughs> But he was talking quite a bit about the fact that when, when Chris, you know, was hitting the wall pretty bad, the family came to him and said, hey, you know, you got to stop drinking, Chris. You're drinking way too much. No drugs, none of the rest of it. He said, the whole time I'm telling this, I'm ha- I got a beer in my hand. <laughs> like, well, that's real nice. Right, right. You should, you know, you should stop drinking. <laughs> right. like, oh, okay. But, Tom, yeah, Tom's a great guy. But oh, cool. That's a, that's a tough road to hoe right there, man. All those brothers and cousins and all the rest of it. Nice Catholic, Irish Catholic family in Madison, Wisconsin. 
where he grew oh, up. Oh, that's right. They did, yeah, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Tom's a great guy. But he, yeah, he's he's doing the first responders uh, speech at Hazelden Betty Ford tomorrow night. So that'll be very cool. Right. I like that a lot. Is he a comedian or just a public speaker? I think he, I don't know if he does any comedy. I don't think so. Hmm. Doesn't seem like it anyway. I've never heard about his name like on the circuit or anything like that. But. No, no. So I just I just think he's he's doing yeah. it uh, to try to help people get off the get off the hooch, as my mother That's would right. say. <laughs> guy down the block's pretty bad on the hooch now. I honestly like, think Hazelden accounts for like a quarter of the arts in Minneapolis. You know, because people oh, come yeah. here and they stay. Food, yeah. particularly. Yeah. Almost every great restaurant has a former booze hound yeah. from Hazelden. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> from Hazelden. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of, well, Andrew Zimmern, he came yeah. to town for that very, several, a yeah. lot of them. I've known several people that have ended up staying here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I can, you know, keep it close to them or whatever. Right. You ever done anything out at Hazelden? No. It's really a cool crowd because they're really appreciative and very, yeah. very happy. January 13th also, so I'm tomorrow at the House of Comedy, but then uh, the next month I'm doing this thing called the Addicts Comedy Tour. It's on Monday, January 13th, and uh, headliner's Andy Gold. So I'm headlining tomorrow, but this one is his tour, so I just kind of jumped on it. Okay. It's a sober comedy night thing and so me the three comics are all sober and uh it's the stuff that he goes around the country doing it so there's going to be a big audience for that for not a lot of liquor sales that night there's going to be a lot of that though i think coming up in the future i really yeah. do think that's true that that people andy do you think people your generation of i looked at booze and kind of went yeah it's really not for me mm, i don't know i think a lot of people still drink enough they hit, they hit the... I feel like this generation, the the millennials, you know, uh, are really into, like, drugs. Yes. I think that the hippies were into drugs, and then uh, ge- yeah. Generation yeah. X, yeah, they did their cocaine and stuff like that, but, it, you know, it kind of leveled out. But this one's really into, like, Molly and uh, uh, all DMT and all this stuff. Yes, a lot of psychedelics. Psycho- yeah. Oh, that's a bad and, like, idea. Like, as a lifestyle, they're like, yeah, and it's like, yeah. you, you know how that movie ends. Yeah, <laughs> not good. No. Yeah. It's not going to be good. What's funny about that, and it's funny you bring that up, because... You know, I was a teenager. I was—I had just become a teenager when all that stuff started back in the '60s, and then I do remember the next generation of people were as preppy as hell yeah. in response to that whole. Because it's a pendulum swing from their parents, and that's what's going to happen in the next generation. They're going to go, "Yeah, really? Yeah, I, I'm wearing a suit and a tie. Yeah. What do you think?" I went to a battle of the jug bands at the Caboose once. A battle of the <laughs> yeah. jug yeah. bands, and they had a buffet, breakfast Touch buffet, God, baby. and so I went and I saw OG hippies. Like these were not like really? '80s hippies. These were like Woodstock era hippies that Ooh. were still doing it. They weren't the ones that went yuppies. These were they, they they've never stopped. Yeah, and it is not good. No, 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 no. <laughs> or pretty. They look like the cat in the hat got run over by a tractor and left oh, in a ditch, man. and crawled out. Oh. And it's just uh, not being judgy, but it's like, wow, that is. That's what I say. I know how that movie ends. It's like, yeah. there's I, one brain cell left amongst those people. What was it? What were the big years of the wet T-shirt contest? What 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 years were those? It was really big in the nineties, yeah. especially 90s? with like Girls Gone Wild, and then they started getting busted for like not oh, carting right. people well enough. That's right. And then that kind of put it into that. The reason I bring it up is. <laughs> This hippie couple's there, and the guy's got the you know the long gray hair, and you know because it he was twenty years past the deadline or whatever, <laughs> but he's all hippied up and all the rest of it, and he's got this girlfriend who was it was just, she was a bigger woman, you know, and she was all hippie too, which kind of surprised me that they would be there because they were drunk, and then she was going to be part of the wet T-shirt contest, I guess. But they kind of cut her from the, uh, they called her from the herd because before it starts, they go up on stage and there's no mic or anything yet. So the guy yells out, 
here's your winner, and pulls her shirt up. They're like, oh, God. Oh, God. Can you imagine today? That would be a lot of trouble. You know who I was standing right next to because I was, you know, back in the day? Remember the the actor James Darren? Guy started on the Time Tunnel, and he was in... It might have been a T.J. Hooker, and a really handsome young guy, a singer. And I will never forget, he looked at me like, what the hell kind of town do you live in? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't blame it on me. I had nothing to do with it. But, yeah, that whole deal is, that's, I don't know, man. But, uh, so that, I would, I'd see, I would like going to see a comedian on a cruise ship. Yeah. I would like that a lot, I think. You know, you're laughing, having you go to the buffet, yeah. and you know, a little comedy, and life is good. Well, the one, oh, sorry, the one they did for us, it's it's different every every. I've been on four, you know, and I have some more coming up, but it's been the schedule's been different every week. But this time they had a PG three a night PG show, PG thirteen show, our show. Okay. So yeah. you know, you just got to have all the tools, you know. But and people come to the ones they bring their kids to the G one, mm-hmm. yeah, and, they, and yeah. then they expect dirty for the eleven o'clock late one. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's not really one thing or another, you know. But did they, did they make these servers at the buffets and uh, and the dinner and all that stuff stop sh- stop showing pictures of their children and how they need money to help raise their children? Oh, that's it. That used to happen on cruises oh, all wow. the time, man. Yeah, they don't do that now. Oh, it's really sad. My kids don't have anything to eat. I'm like, oh God, really? It's basically like, yeah, you. There's a lot of people that want to work on those things, so like. People stay yeah. in line. That, yeah, that, that wouldn't that. fly now. No, I imagine that's probably true. And you remember the little red boat, don't you? Vaguely. Do you remember vomiting from the horrible tornado? Remember the perfect storm? The yeah, three yeah, storms yeah. that came together? Yeah. Well, the southern one passed right over our cruise ship as it was headed north. Oof. Holy Christ. Mm-hmm. It was rocking and rolling so badly that I got a bloody nose from it, wow. from, from just rocking back and forth. My God, it was horrible. And that's nothing you can do about it. Like, nope. I, when I got on nope. one week, they were like, "Oh, good thing you're here now," because they're like, a day and a half ago, we had thirty foot waves. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, that was about right. About yeah. the same story. Whoa. Yeah. It's like nothing you can do about Mother Nature. There's nothing you can do about it. You just ride it out, and that's yeah. just the way it goes. It's just like being on an airplane. You don't panic unless you see the crew or staff panicking. <laughs> yeah, right. If, they're, they if they're yawning, you're like, "Okay, we're fine." But if they're shaking, you're like, "Uh oh." <laughs> but I will tell you this: uh, when we did pull into port that morning. Because it was overnight that it happened. Yeah. We pull into port that morning. I said, no, I'm just, I'm just going to go upstairs take a walk on deck. Had to walk kind of gingerly because all the piles of vomit that were up on the deck. Oh, I like, bet. oh my God. Ugh. I mean, wow. just everywhere. I, what I hate, though, is when I go on cruises, I don't get seasick on the boat. Yeah. Like a couple days after, I get seasick just walking. Because my do? body, yeah, like if you start, I'll, I'll walk down the hallway and I'm like, whoa. And I feel like I'm no, going like this. Good. And then I'm like, <laughs> I don't get seasick at all, but if I go on a kid's ride backwards, I, it's the worst. <laughs> I don't do it. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> no, you're right. I don't get it. <laughs> I go on a kid's ride backward after Wendy's or yeah, yeah. I went on the Gravitron once eight times in a row as a kid. I think that the Gravitron. And then I went on one of those, like, you know, the romantic, uh, scary ride things by myself. And uh, <laughs> and then I threw up in it. I was in middle school. I, th- I threw up in it and I went out and told. I know there's probably not the. I don't know what they call them these days, but we call them carnies. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. I went and told the carny. I go, I threw up in there. And he goes, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't care. Yeah, those carnies, I'll hold man. it down. Yeah. That's the other thing, having four brothers. Ah, that's great. 
I'm at the Minnesota, great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. I get a call. Hey, uh, would you come on over to the uh, Midway? Uh, Your brother's over here. I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no. (laughs) Now you need to get over here. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Apparently my brother was walking down the Midway, and a guy came out and grabbed him. Uh-oh. To bring him to the ride, mm. he didn't grab him for long. <laughs> Who my brother? Yeah. He's a teenager. Oh, okay. Beat the shit out of the guy. Too. I'm like, what are you doing? Why did he grab him? I don't know. I have a no random idea. guy just grabbed your brother. Well, it was a carny. Oh, a carny grabbed him. Oh, the drag went. Come on, the, come on the ride. Come on. <laughs> let, let go of me right That's now. That's weird. Yeah, I don't think they allow that anymore. No. And that guy didn't have any teeth to knock out anyway. So, <laughs> you know, luckily, he didn't do a lot of damage. <laughs> Knocked out the one he, he had. The one he had left. It always looks so good in the movies, you know? Like, join the carnival! <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. it's really not, not yeah. that romantic. It's not what you're looking for. The bearded lady end up marrying her. You know, it's... Yeah. Uh. I don't know if I could marry a bearded woman. Can't, I don't think so. Those are all fake. Well, maybe they're not. Maybe not that one. I don't know. I don't the know. original bearded lady? Oh, well. In that movie Laddie. Freaks, you ever see Freaks? The, oh, I love that movie. They were all real carnival workers, I one think. One of us. Yeah. One of Google us. Gobble. Google Gobble. Google Gobble. One of us. I love that movie. Yeah. How about the half-man guy? The guy was just like yeah. from the tits up. That he, was, he, <laughs> could, he could fling himself around. <laughs> he could. He jumped amazing. up a trailer in that movie. And, yeah. yeah. I think later on in life, uh, Jerry Springer got one of those guys on his show. The guy would just walk around in his yeah. hands the whole, the whole That's show. That's weird. Oh. Like, what are you doing? Why well, do you poop? Uh, I'm sure Are you asking me? Oh, they figured <laughs> that. When, you, when, when, uh, when a child's born that way, they uh, adapt in remarkable ways. Mm-hmm. Remarkable ways. So they just... Kind of just drop a deuce right well, there out of their guts. Oh, they, well, they get they learn how to. There's also different really? things. There's a there's a local comic that uh, he uh, he's in a wheelchair and it, and it appears that he doesn't have a lower half, but he does. He has legs. You just can't see him. Well, you can't see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's just the same way for so everybody. They're not fully developed. You mean the yeah, legs are? Yeah. Oh, okay. So and I never asked him like, hey, how do you poop? You know, but I'm, I'm assuming just normally. As we go to break for two quick seconds, Chris Eggert on the Cakey Morning Show now on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know Chris Eggert, the uh, anchor over Channel 5? Uh, he's walking along with Chris O'Connor, one of our salespeople, and one of the other salespeople goes, Chris, why are you limping? Well, he's got an artificial leg. That might be why. <laughs> I mean, why would you go up to someone and go, why are you limping? <laughs> you know, why do you have an eye patch on? <laughs> what? What's wrong? under there? What's <laughs> it? Oh, we'll be right back. More with Mike Brody right after this. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Mike Brody on the best of. Coming up next, closing out the show. We're opening up the all the way back to episode 355 with a double reference with Pat Croft. He talks about the Star Wars holiday special. You get Christmas, Star Wars, got it all. Next on the best of. All I want for Christmas is a rock and roll electric guitar. know how many movies you've written uh, I, uh, I, I th- counting the ones that were not made into movies oh, the, um, and the ones I worked on that I didn't have my name on too there's about 22 yeah. I think 22. How, you, know, you forgot how many, to mention one of them 
What? The Star Wars Holiday Special. The worst thing ever. <laughs> no, Mr. Magoo. That was uh, no, I, I, Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo is pretty stinky. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll tell you about Mr. Magoo, and I'll tell you about the Star Wars. <laughs> you thing. did Star Wars, though? I did a Star Wars, uh, what was it called? Special. The t- TV's. Okay, here's the deal. Oh, my God. <laughs> I get a call. Me and my partner are going to write with George Lucas. George Lucas oh. wants nice me hair. and my partner. So you can't we, say no to that. We go into a room. We yeah. sit down. He is great, and he says uh, he doesn't deal in he deals in time. Okay, here's what I need: I need two minutes, I need ten, I need five, and he doesn't tell us why. But we're saying, okay, cool. But he's talking about so we, we, it's the first time that the the Wookies are going to be used, and he mm-hmm. said, think of the stormtroopers as Nazis, and we're going crazy. That's it's great. So then we write a script, hand it in, and a month later, I I, I find out that a a bunch of people who write the Carol Burnett music is now involved in this thing. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, and I'm going, this is going to be different, I bet. Yeah. So then we have this big party at my house, and I'm sitting there to watch this thing, because I didn't <laughs> I didn't see it filmed. And then uh, What's-Her-Face Maude is singing. You know what I mean? It's like uh, Art Carney singing. Everybody's <laughs> singing in this thing. And it's the worst crap I've, and it's two hours long. It's the worst crap I've ever seen. Nothing I have is in there, but there's my name. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, it wasn't written by, you know, Another asshole pet. who gave you this is by. <laughs> that kind of feeling, you know what I mean? So, I'm, and, 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 and at this part, and people are looking at me like, you did this to Star Wars? Oh. George must be dying. You know, I don't know why George Lucas didn't stop this or why oh. he didn't. You know, I, I went to one. I went to Warner Brothers where they where they were going to film. I was there for one day on a lot. Uh, they were going to film the, the, the bar scene with all these weird, you know, great characters that are in the Star Wars. So I brought my kid. I said, look, Pat, you're going to love this. They're going to so we go into the room and the idiot director didn't put oxygen in their masks and people are just dying. They're falling over. <laughs> and paramedics are rushing in and ripping off their things to save lives. And my kid is like dumbstruck. Thinking, What's going on here? It was terrible. It was dreadful and every year I get asked about this thing. And Andy Thank you, Andy. And every year. <laughs> your name is no, actually no. first I, under I the writers. I want that, please, oh, to say, I, I can't that. say that enough that I did not do. I didn't Wait a do, minute. I don't Mr. think Pat heard you, Andy. And Mr. Magoo was the same thing. We wrote a script, Tom Schroeder and I, that I really liked. And then all of a sudden, we heard that some director in Hong Kong is going to make this oh, <laughs> movie. Okay. And I'm going, oh, Jesus, don't do this. And, and, oh, I, and, I don't think this is funny. It's, 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 uh. <laughs> long time not good. So, uh, uh, so I, I am, yeah, he fixed it really good. So the, th- the thing is then, I, I, I went to the premiere. I thought, oh, I walked out. I walked out within oh. eight minutes. You of walked out of your own show. That's my, nice. My own premiere. Yeah. I got up, and I'm in the front row, and I'm walking out. I'm saying, this is like, in eight minutes, I know, this is this is a disaster. <laughs> and there's the name, Asshole Pat Prop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the same guy who gave me goddamn Star Wars. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's what I, that's what it's there. It was Was terrible. that in parentheses, the same asshole who gave you Star Wars? AKA. Oh, man. You know, if, if that year, of, you know, ugh, it was dreadful. It was terrible. So you're telling me you didn't write the part where there's 10 minutes of Chewie's family talking with no subtitles? Can you believe that? that? I'm just making Wookiee noises. You don't. I don't understand how how could they screw up Star Wars at its height? How can George Lucas not say this is killing my franchise? Well, he said it after. 
The Denny's fine. If, I, if I, that helps. Well, it, it's like it's so. It, every, I, I think Bruce Valanche was involved in his. Oh, Bru- Bruce Bru- Valanche. Bru- absolutely. Bruce is now his job is he does all the uh, Oscar uh, dialogue. I think right. he does that stuff. Right. So, but. But I think he was involved. My partner at the time, Lenny Rips, was involved, and, and I was involved. And it was like such a thrill to be, you know, hmm. I, I have no idea what they were thinking. And your no, material Andy, wasn't in it at all? Nothing. Nothing. Zip, nothing, nothing. When we you had, look at the, l- the list Lucas of writers. The story wasn't even in it. It's yeah? so crazy. Yeah. When, you look, when you look at the list of writers, Andy, whose name is first on there? That would be Pat. Oh! Yeah, you. probably, right? Yeah, there's, wow. there's uh, five writers listed here. Five! You are Thank first. you. <laughs> and you're first. Yep. And who, who are the other writers? Right, Lenny Rips, Bruce Falanche, and who else? Who are the other two? Rod Warren and Mitzi Welch. Those are the two assholes. <laughs> and I know Rod Warren. Rod is a great guy. That's it. Mitzi Welch. Mitzi is it was the one who 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 uh, wrote lyrics for all the Carol Burnett show and also gave you the Mama's World or whatever oh, that thing ish. was. I hate it. Bo Capril and I got hired to do the last eight shows of Carol Burnett uh, one year. And it just wasn't right for us. I just knew this wasn't going to work out. <laughs> all these people have been there for like, you know, 18 years, and the thing is pretty set, and it's all, you know, all right. So after the first read-through, uh, Bo and I are making all these cuts in the script. And we're like in this room, like, you know, making scripts, and they were just thinking, this doesn't work. This is really, and it's all a, a mama sketch, you know. I said, this is 25 pages. This is an awful lot. And we're cutting, and they're just looking at us. And they're, it just melted us down. <laughs> we just couldn't. We just didn't fit there in, in that environment. And Missy was one of the people who, who wrote that stuff. How often yeah. do you get called as a script doctor, where a movie has already been paid for, yeah. and been produced, been written, but it hasn't been made yet? I'm sorry, I said produced. It was not produced. No. They've cast. They've I, they've gone down the road, and they and they look at the script and they go. This is a piece of shit. Yeah. Call Pat. How many times has that happened? Give um, <laughs> me that asshole who gave us the other one. I, I uh, yeah, you know, about three, four. T- I had I had deals at at 20th Century Fox, and and they would bring me things all the time to look at. Uh, I can't remember anything that they gave me, but. But there was things I would look at. Oh, there was a Schwarzenegger movie once, which I said, this is terrible. <laughs> I remember saying that. Terminator. But, uh, no, it was something else. No, I it was but, but anything the, else. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, and I brought, I've been brought into the movie didn't go well. Can you write a whole new scene for us? You know, oh. Two or three, that kind of stuff. I've, I've done I've done that in my own movies. We we. I've never really previewed one of our films where the ending didn't work and then never worked. <laughs> so we, we have to go in to make a new ending or something like that. Which is, I do have to point out that uh, Bo Capril cannot help himself to this day. Uh, <laughs> we're talking. Uh, we're on the phone with someone from uh, from Hubbard Broadcasting, mm-hmm. talking about some. Well, you know about that. I, we yeah, haven't really talked about it much deal. publicly. Yeah, it's okay. but we're just talking to the to the people over at Hubbard Broadcasting about this, that, or the other thing. It's a very serious conversation. Bo can't help himself. He said, would you do me a favor uh, and ask Rob to give me a call? And she goes, Rob Hubbard? And he goes, no, Rob Reiner. <laughs> <laughs> so you left in a good note. Yes, good. Yes, <laughs> but he just can't help himself. I, I was in a movie once. A movie. I was I was in a pitch session once with, uh, with a partner, and, and uh, we pitched a movie. The guy looked at us like we're crazy, and he said, I, I just don't see this working. And my partner stood up and said, gentlemen... <laughs> I see lines around the block. 
Nope. <laughs> I know. I'm going, holy shit. <laughs> well. Oh, and he said, gentlemen, I don't. That's what he said. He said gentlemen, I don't. <laughs> that was the meeting, yeah. Oh. That is, how, how long do you have to get going? Who? You. No, I'm oh, here. Oh, good. Right? Well, we just, we, I just, well, yeah, I know, but I didn't know. No, I'm here. No, I'm here. Wonderful. I just have to do something very quickly, and we'll be right back. Okay. Uh, so you're thinking about starting a new website. Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography, or maybe you want to start that new podcast. GoDaddy is offering one new, or transfer.com, for just $1.99 for the first year. Each new .com comes with a free instant page website, built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? Get your website started today. Go to GoDaddy.com, enter code word Bernard. That's B-A-R-N-A-R-D. GoDaddy.com, enter code word Barnard, B-A-R-N-A-R-D, Pat Proft, our special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about some of the funniest movies ever made, and they don't make them anymore, and I don't know why that is. Why don't they make funny movies any longer, Pat? Yeah, what happened? Oh, he's not. <laughs> oh, he doesn't have his headphones on. Oh, I'm sorry. I had my headphones off. <clears throat> it's not I, a problem. But, I did go to Brown Institute, however. So I did I. Me too. Did you? Mm -hmm. I got, got kicked. Yeah, got uh, kicked out seven times. Did you? <laughs> I did. I'm not kidding you. I got kicked out seven times. I think basically it was what an asshole. They <laughs> just kept asking me to leave. I, I went. I got my third class, and then what I do? I, oh, I was going to go to college. I was going to go to Bemidji State College, and I got a job sure. at KBUN. So, um, and I went to college for one hour, and I hung me it. Me too. I, I just couldn't. I was driving to I was driving to class, and I look out my river window, and all my books. I guess I left them on on the on the roof of the car, and they were sure. all, they're all down the highway. And I said, "This is God saying, don't do this." <laughs> so I just turned, I turned around, and then just did full time at KBUN, which was fun. You know, I got to be honest with you. I had the same story. I uh, I did one class at the University of Minnesota. Oh, I didn't even know you got to a class. I went to one class at the University of Minnesota, and I came out, and there was a ticket on my car, so I quit. It's <laughs> <laughs> true story. I never went back. It was my one hour of college, oh, just see, like I've, you. I've told that story differently. I thought it was because you couldn't find a place to park. Well, I couldn't find a place to park where they wouldn't give me a ticket. Oh, oh If okay. they thought I was going to walk four or five blocks. You know, if it's annoying parking, then why go? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. That's if the parking's annoying, yeah. I'm not going. This is not easy. No, I just... I do, I do remember her, the class, it was a, a psychology class, which was good for me. Uh, but there were... About a thousand people in there. Uh, you you could just see this yeah, little dot that was the. Class, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was one hundred and one actually. Mm -hmm. So it was it was literally, yeah, psychology one hundred and one, and you could see this little dot that was the instructor, and it was just I was like, who the hell's going to learn anything in here? I mean, yeah, the whole thing. It was just it was not my cup of tea anyway. It was. I, I, I used my one hour of college uh, in, in, for the movie Real Genius, and that was it. That's all oh God, Real Genius! Yeah, there's one thing that you should uh, know since you are such a friend of Mark Rosen. Yeah, Pat and Mark uh, are friends, and mm -hmm. in uh, each of the movies uh, where uh, he is done, in which in which there is a news truck. And, and in a lot of the scenes uh, mm -hmm. the, in movies that he's done, there will be a news truck that has to arrive. It is always WCCO-TV. It it's is. always, yeah. always on the on It the is. There's truck. an intersection, Rosen and Shelby, and everything, too. That's right. Too. You, you, but that's, <laughs> that has been it, cut. It, yeah, it's been time. cut in every one of the I know. It has. I know. But I know. it's like Leslie Nielsen would uh, have a line, meet me at the corner of Shelby and Rosen. And it got cut. And it got cut. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all I have give to say. Give me something. Allow me something. <laughs> give me something. <laughs> give me something, man. I want to be able to say that would be in my resume. They would have to cool. announce that in introducing <laughs> yeah. What do you got a Pulitzer? What do you got a Peabody, and you want to have that? <laughs> you know, that? My only my only claim to semi fame along those lines is uh, Nick Swardson dedicated one of his comedy albums to me, and also uh, Vince Flynn mentioned my name in one of his books. In both cases, my last name is spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> Actually, on Nick Swartzen's album, it says, and of course, my main man, Tom Bernard. Bernard. B-E-R-N-A-R-D. Yeah, he's talking like the about guy, that other guy. Yeah. The guy at Sony Classic Pictures. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, uh, I hate yeah. that. I, I, I get... There, there was some label called, some, uh, and they wanted to put out the music from uh, a movie I did called Wrong, uh, Wrongfully Accused because sure. it was Bill Conti and he did a, I said I said to him give me a, a 1940 Warner's Brothers kind of feel to the movie and he, it, it's really great stuff and and then oh they quote me on the on the uh, yeah on, on the um, album cover and all that kind of stuff and then at the end yes yeah, director Pat Prophet which I <laughs> sure of course Pat yeah and uh, yeah. no matter how many calls I could make it, it's Pat Prophet Pat so Prophet listen we got uh, Pat Proust he wrote it for us it was unbelievable we what, what we do right here Pat is we take a break for about ten minutes oh good I can go pee. Yes, and then if you would, we'd love to have you for the second hour. If I'm you here. Time. Nice. Another hour? And during that ten minutes, what we're going to do, Jerry from really from uh, New Hope uh, Cinema Grill, brought over uh, a big oh, no. box of chocolate cake that he made oh, covered in caramel butterscotch icing. Why, why do you do this to me? I'm sorry, oh. but I just needed to tell you this. why. Yes, yeah, we'll save it for you. We'll put it in the fridge. When yeah, you're like you're going to have now. a crumb Why? left after Shelby gets it done. It looks so good. Nope. I'm, gonna I'm on a diet. That's the reason That's Jerry brought it. Bullshit. You're on a diet. Yes. Bullshit. I am. There's no way. <laughs> I did. I don't believe you. This son of a bitch, Pat. You, yeah. And he is a son of a bitch, by the way. Not that his mother was. It's just he is. Uh, I've seen the guy down like seven Snickers in a row. And I'm sitting here going, Jesus Christ, I, I, should, I should skip lunch today. And he's over there weighing about four pounds. <laughs> fucking asshole. I don't get it. I don't oh, get it. God, it makes me mad. He eats chocolate and loses weight. I don't I get it. Don't <laughs> well, remember that candy AIDS? Remember that? A-Y-S-M-A-S? Oh, yeah. I, used to, I, used to, I had that. I used to eat that all the time, AIDS. Oh, oh. And, and before I knew that? it, yeah, and yeah. I would go order AIDS. For, you got any AIDS? AIDS? Yeah, yeah, I got some. I got AIDS. A-Y-D-S. I seem to remember the... Chocolate candy. It was chocolate, yeah. Yeah, with a giant A... A Y D S. I used to have it in 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 my office at at uh, twenty century Fox. That was yeah. part of the deal. AIDS. <laughs> you have AIDS. Yeah, I've got a whole bowl. Of get a case of AIDS. <laughs> Just a whole case of them. Yeah, a whole case of AIDS. Now, I mean, we're not making this up, ladies and gentlemen. If you listen, going, oh my God, this is really just—it's not tasteful at all. No, it's a fact. But it was that's called yeah. AIDS. AYDS and it was and it you was... would lose weight like a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's true. The... <laughs> were they like little ra- they were wrapped up? Yeah, yeah and there they was were like, like caramel. Yeah. Oh my god, my neighbors had that <laughs> stuff in the refrigerator. Now I remember. They were perfect. <laughs> it was a perfect treat. Was it a laxative? Was it a laxative? <laughs> no. I hope no. not. Oh. We wrote that <laughs> shitty Star Wars you lose so much weight that the, when you show up, that somebody would say, what do you, got AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> I would say yes. Yes, yes. yes. Of, of course. course. That's exactly what I got. 
Oh, man. Do you want some? Great stuff. Oh, wow. Let me kiss you. I can give you some. I can give you AIDS if you'd want some of this. I got a a lot of it over here. My secretary will bring it over. (laughs) That's where I got it. She gets me (laughs) AIDS. Now, why wasn't this on the Star Wars thing? (laughs) Why why wasn't it? Maybe that's what the Wookiees were saying. (laughs) Who knew? Andy has a fact, and we got to go to our break, but Andy has an AIDS fact. The active ingredient in AIDS was benzocaine, which Hmm. they used to numb your mouth at the dentist. Oh, yeah. What? So it makes it so you can't taste anything after you eat it. (laughs) Mildly brilliant. Why I don't would they know do that? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a good idea to consume tons of benzocaine, though, so... Jeez. Maybe, that, it, maybe it that's you? why it's not around anymore. Yeah. It made you lose weight. You know, imagine well, that meeting, and we do have to get the hell out of it. Then meeting. I knew we should have gone with syphilis. And Europe would be blue balls. <laughs> Well, we do, ladies and gentlemen, of the lovely and talented Greek himself, Kostaki Economopoulos. Kostaki. Hey, guys. The we Greek have, is chic. We have, the Greek, yes. We have Pat Proft in studio with us. Do you know Pat at all? I don't know if I know Pat. What's up, man? Pat wrote every funny movie ever written. <laughs> so there. <laughs> I'll take that, you bastard. You don't know nothing. <laughs> now he wrote some of the great movies, and uh, we tried to go down the list, and it just got too long and it got boring. Hey, Kostaki, <laughs> do you like Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Snap, Andy. Stab Pat right in the back. I feel like I'm not in on this joke. No, yeah, you're not. <laughs> and you're lucky, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's... Uh, Pat, uh, Pat, and the Zucker, a couple of the Zucker brothers. How many Zucker brothers are there? There's two, two, and there's Jim Abrams. I thought there was another Zucker because there's Zucker, Zucker. Oh, there's a Zucker, Zucker. who produces television stuff, but they, uh, like the Good Wife and things like that. But it's not yeah, the same Zucker. It's not the same Zucker. Oh, no. And okay. Anthony Zucker was the CSI guy. And Tim Sucker is somebody too. I know Tim Sucker. Like, yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. I'd uh, say something here, but my wife and daughter. I, 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 I stopped. <laughs> Thank you for that. I stopped. There is a cause, isn't there? A what? Cause, like Cosby, but it's shortened cause. I think so. God sucker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. John, when you have to explain the joke. No, I was getting it. I had to explain it because it's duck face. I was trying to backpedal. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I have no idea what you're talking about. You should do the news, for God's sake, man. Has Alex put the flaps down on her Yukon helmet? Or is she not wearing it today? Her trapper hat. Oh, no, she's okay with that. You're not wearing your trapper hat? It's like 40 degrees. We have not said said tits yet, so. (laughs) (laughs) The ones with nipples, Don? of God. Pat Pat and uh, Kostaki, you probably don't know this, but Alex hates those two words. You can say anything else in front of her but those two words. Oh, I didn't know that. That's very convenient for me to know. (laughs) Thanks for telling everyone. For that first date, I think it'd be good <laughs> <laughs> so If you have any jokes about Tom Brady that include nipples and tits, don't, oh don't say that. I'm never okay. coming back here again. 
Not with those tits. Why am I here? Why am I here? Kostaki with quick snaps, ladies and gentlemen. I thought the games were not all that good this weekend. Kostaki I agree. Last week's games were way better. Yeah, not good games this weekend. And thank you guys for lowering the bar on adolescent comedy, usually. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Welcome to my career. For doing a... <laughs> The Seahawks and their Percy Hurts kind of jokes, but uh, no, oh. no problem. Oh, I like it. Their Percy Hurts. Their I like Percy it. Hurts. Percy yeah. Harvin missed the season with an injury, and then he got re-injured with a concussion on the first game back. The Seahawks are hopeful Harvin will come back next week and get injured again. You know, did did you usual. see that hit, though? Yes. We'll Holy see. Christ, did Bush smoke him? Yeah, right. Oh, man. Yeah, that's... That guy, he's had so many issues. Uh, the last yeah. football player with that many ridiculous injuries was O.J. Simpson in the Naked Gun movies. Oh! What a coincidence! Unbelievable. Pat Guess Rock who Rock. wrote that movie? Pat Rock, Rock wrote the movie. Like, what the hell? <laughs> that is fabulous. <laughs> this is all coming together. <laughs> this is incredible. Kostaki's Full like, circle. I wrote some gold there. <laughs> Kostaki, that is the greatest. Pat was one of the writers of Naked Gun. That's great. Isn't that hilarious? That's, that's I, we wonderful. did you. We were almost were witnesses at the trial. Really? Yeah. really? Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, because he supposedly was this arthritic man who couldn't do anything, and he was doing his own stunts. And so, oh, right. So we got because I was there the day he flipped himself over a bar and did all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I interjected myself once again. I'm terribly sorry. No, 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 you didn't. Because what happened was Kostaki, the judge said. Isn't that that asshole that wrote that Star Wars TV show? <laughs> so we're not bringing him in here. He has no credibility. Kostaki, I think that's, you know, uh, this is where it was, it was called synchronicity. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. I haven't done a naked gun reference all season. That is amazing. And you, the, it's hilarious. That is so great. three months. <laughs> and I'm writing a football movie. This is incredible. <laughs> There's this tall six-foot-five Greek guy. No, actually, Kostaki, how tall are you? Uh, six one plus hair. You know. Six one, my ass. You're a lot taller than that, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm just uh, delightfully imposing. I always. <laughs> I'm delightfully imposing. Yes. <laughs> Me too. Oh God. I that... agree with your premise, though, Tom. The games were, you know, there were some. They were fine, but the last week they were great. Uh, but yeah, this week the Broncos beat the Chargers in the first half. The Chargers' total net passing yards one. <laughs> one, one? One yard, or as Tim Tebow calls it, a damn good half. <laughs> one, not bad. Praise Jesus. Tebow, by the way, had a strong debut as a college football analyst. He did really well. Did he? Broadcasting. It's, it's weird. He's good at something that goes through the air. Very strange. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Then he tried to throw it back to the studio. Completely missed. <laughs> Man side tail left the game with a concussion. How do you test that guy when he already sees things that aren't there? Yeah, good point. <laughs> How many lies am I holding up? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Rivers, his country, I forget this about him. His post-game interview, he was literally in a sleeveless shirt with a really thick southern accent. It was like Philip the Cable Guy. <laughs> I like that. And then, he, <laughs> and then he said, we just couldn't get her done. No. No, oh, you're going to go. Actually, I, gotta, I do have to give Larry the Cable Guy a little nod here. Why? Because he had a great joke. 
Oh, he has great jokes. Kim Jong-un <laughs> fed his uncle to the dogs. He said, that's kind of ironic. Dogs eating Korean. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good line. That is a good one. <laughs> my, my favorite of the uh, cable guy's lines is, he said, I get stopped by a police officer, and... Uh, he said, are you drunk? And I said, why? Is there a fat chick in my back seat? <laughs> <laughs> Larry right there. Uh, Larry. <laughs> All right. Damn it. Uh, the Broncos. A lot of ground game stuff that in on teams where you didn't expect it. Right. Uh, Peyton, one point, Peyton Manning was out there with a tiller, probably just to get an endorsement deal with John Deere. Uh, <laughs> well, he's got a few. He's got a few. It was in- windy. It was hard to see because of all of Peyton's Papa John's checks blowing around all over the place. <laughs> was that unbelievable? <laughs> there are a lot of Papa John's. Out. Oh, my goodness. We've got Papa John moonwalking now, which that's what we needed. <laughs> I and want it- him for my next film. Yes. <laughs> get that guy. Papa right John there. Man. And if you watch the game, you saw him yell the word Omaha a million times. Right. Is that just to throw everybody off? Is Omaha Southern for red herring? Is that what he's doing? <laughs> I think so. Think how much Peyton could bank if he just added the word steaks. That's <laughs> right. He could get endorsement oh, money. <laughs> or put mutual love before. He could probably get both ends of that. Mutual love. <laughs> Omaha. Steaks. <laughs> What was that guy's name? The Mutual of Omaha Show. Have the oh, animals uh, on it? Marlon oh. Perkins. Marlon yeah. Perkins. Perkins. Absolutely. From the Chicago Zoo. You're damn right. All of the Audibles should be sponsors, right? He says no, stuff what? all the time. Pizza Hut, Hut. <laughs> oh, God. Easy to dial it in. Seahawks beat the Saints. It was raining in Seattle. How cliche. The Saints struggled early. Um, no surprise, the team from New Orleans would be a little nervous in a rainstorm. The <laughs> yes. Saints offense really only worked in spurts, sort of like my brother-in-law. You know, now and again, they were working. <laughs> Don't use the word spurt and brother-in-law. <laughs> it's just Maybe like, not a good word. I no. <laughs> How about fits and starts? <laughs> That's better. Let's go with that. It's better. Uh, Seattle's so good at home, the 12th man is considering a holdout. <laughs> God, I'm sick of that. Oh, I'm so sick of that 12th man thing. That's a lot of buzz there, yeah. Oh, uh, and they stopped tight end superstar uh, Jimmy Graham, was held to eight yards. Mm-hmm. Poor Jimmy. Jimmy Hoffa had more yards at his own funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa is in more yards. Eight. Not, not a big number. Uh so, yeah, the Percy Harvin injuries, and then the Niners beat the Panthers. The Niners advanced to their third straight championship game. Harbaugh, the only coach to reach that game in all of his first three seasons. Amazing. Which is a cool stat, but I'd like to see him try to peddle that at Thanksgiving dinner against his brother who beat him in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cute. How about the fact that his grandpa died on Sunday morning? Is that true? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, the guy that's in the in the picture with the family, that little tiny guy that's standing in the middle of the Harbaugh's, that's his grandfather. I think he was like 98 years old. Oh, wow. Died, died suddenly at 98? Died suddenly at 98 on Sunday morning, and it was really nice because Harbaugh said uh, he loved everyone and everyone lo- or no, he loved everything and everyone loved him. That's what he said. That's very cool. touching. Very touching. 
I wish I knew the real story of the Harbaugh brothers. They seem like they're competitive pricks, but that, that might <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Right? That, that might not be yes. fair, especially the the 49er one seems like a real pain in the ass. But yes. you know, sometimes perception isn't reality. I wonder which way that goes. That's I don't know. Very true. No, you're right. Um, and going into the season, I think we all agreed the Niners, the Seahawks, and the Falcons were the big Super Bowl contenders from the NFC. Mm-hmm. Well, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> well, and just ha- so happens, by the way, Pat, that Kasaki's from Atlanta. Uh-huh. So, you know. Yeah, it's been a tough year. <laughs> it's been a tough year. <laughs> the, the Falcons were so disappointing this season, they had to pay a commission to Godfather 3. <laughs> 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 You know, Pat wrote that. Did you write that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny, but for the wrong reason. Uh, yes, exactly. The Patriots beat the Colts uh, with a blunt instrument. LeGarrette Blunt, 24 yeah. carries, 166 yards, four touchdowns. Jesus. Odd, because usually when you have a blunt, you pass. <laughs> drug reference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and okay. a, a sports and a drug reference. Colts Andy knows nothing about either. This week, the blunt hit them. So. <laughs> yeah, very good. Bill Belichick said the key to coaching is enjoying what you do. Bill, you enjoy what you do. Tell your face. Honest to God, he looks miserable. He always looks miserable. Imagine oh, if he was miserable. What was the name of that movie, The Road? I think it was. Yeah. That he always because he's always got his hood up. He looks like he's in that movie The Road. He, I'm just man, the world's be haunted by that image. You put that in my head. That's going to stay there. Oh, that's my the God. perfect way to describe that it's guy. True. That is the most joyless book ever. Oh God! Have one yes. moment where they skip rocks and do something happy. <laughs> no, there'll be none of that. So uh, joyless is the perfect word for that. Yes. Uh, so luck versus Brady. Well, at least the better beard one. What is? What that's is, gone now. Andrew, it's gone. I saw that clip Andrew, today. Yeah, awesome. Andrew cut his beard. It's crazy. Otherwise, you'd have to audition for ZZ Top or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it'll become a like a. He could become a moil. I'm at the Become a moil. Andrew Luck. You go to Menards. There's that uh, a- yes. the area there. We got the- <laughs> Come on down to Menards. Supplies. <laughs> Cut on the bias. No one has ever said oil and Menards in the same <laughs> No, they have not. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Now, Pat, I should uh, let you know one yeah. of the great things about Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps is he's the only guy out there that tells you the big finish is coming. Yeah. <laughs> Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, we got two more jokes. See? See? Okay, good. (laughs) Bruno Mars is going to be the uh, halftime entertainment. Why couldn't they get someone a little more masculine, like Madonna? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen her arms lately? Oh, they're terrifying. It looks like that body works display. It does. Plastinization or whatever that's called. Right. It's nasty. (laughs) And now, ladies and gentlemen, with the big finish. (laughs) The big finish. The Lions interviewed former Texans coach uh, Gary Kubiak. That sounds like the Lions to me. Let's talk to the guy who falls down and comes in last. (laughs) Oh, that is a Lion. Let's consider him to be the leader of our team. Isn't Wizenhunt going to take that job? It looks like Wizenhunt, yeah. And we're going to get Zimmer, it looks like. Is that right? Zimmer? No, I think that's right. Zimmer, the defensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm, is that good? Oh, that's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we don't want anybody that wins. 
<laughs> you know, it was interesting in the newspaper uh, today or yesterday, they finally tumbled, the sports writers finally tumbled to the conversation we were having three weeks ago about Jack Del Rio being the finally, choice. Yeah, the proper choice for the coach of the Vikings. And uh, and there was a story, finally, a story yesterday. What did they say about Studwell? Anything? No, but I, I would, if they're listening to the, your program, then I would imagine they'll, uh, three weeks from now, they'll mention that Studwell should take uh, Spielman's position. They should, I'm telling you, it should happen. It'd Is Jack Del Rio a good coach? Well, he, he won three of the games, that uh, three of four, that he substituted. Yeah, but that's, I mean, you just handed him the keys to a Ferrari and you don't crash it, right. really, right? You don't tell Paul Walker. <laughs> Too soon for that reference. I'm sorry. I like Paul Walker. I didn't mean that Paul Walker. Been a few weeks. <laughs> no, but Del Rio, he coached the Jaguars. Yeah. And now he's the defensive coordinator of a team that is famously has a terrible defense. Right? Well, not great. Sounds perfect to me. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars owned by like the Sultan of Brunei now or something? Something like that, yeah, yeah. Really? The, 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 the imam of uh, something. <laughs> of something. Yeah, yeah. It's recalled like a fatwa. I think one of, the, one of the groups fighting in Syria, I think, owns the team now. Oh. <laughs> and they hate the Patriots. <laughs> and they hate the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Very true. All right, young man. Well, thank you, guys. You are the best. I think it was so wonderful yeah. that you came on and did Funny. a naked gun joke. Well, that, that was my day. <laughs> yeah, that's I incredible. Can, I can back into some dumb luck once in a while. Kostaki, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you again next week, sir. You guys are great. Go Niners and Seahawks, I think. Or somebody. <laughs> Who cares? Go <laughs> <laughs> nice way to put your heart into that one, Kostaki. That was great. Go was football. <laughs> yes, go football. Game. I'm mostly rooting for Peyton Manning. I want him to beat Tom Brady. He's the better quarterback, and he's got a terrible heads-up record against well, him. Well, Tom Brady, unfortunately, is he doesn't have any money, and he's really homely. And he's I, you know, yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I hate him. I just want to hate him because he's Tom Brady, because he's got everything. Right. Everything. That's probably not true, but that's the perception. That's a good What doesn't enough. he have? Other than, I was going to go back to the candy reference, but that had scared Kostaki <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go backwards a little bit to get that one. You would. <laughs> Do you, now we'll see if Kostaki remembers this, because Kostaki's not that old. Mm. Do you remember a diet candy uh, that went out of production in 1986? Diet candy? It was a chocolate candy, individually wrapped, and people used to take it to lose weight, and it made them lose weight. Like oh, mad. I know this. I know this answer. It is AIDS. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, That's real. Sponsoring the Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll take it. <laughs> That's nice. Sometimes your name gets ruined by another thing that happens. Right. Oh, it's just sad. Or if you can buy AIDS on on, on uh, eBay. What if there's any, any old boxes of it? Andy's on it right now. No, I'm sure Andy's already bought some. It's probably a collector's item now. Yeah, the box itself would be amazing. How would you like some 27-year-old candy? <laughs> 27-year-old AIDS. <laughs> 27-year-old AIDS. Yeah, because I've never heard of it being rebranded or anything. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants that brand. I'm pretty sure. No, I mean, 
the candy still doesn't exist under some other That's name. That's true. You'd think they would do like Value Jet and just make it a yeah. different thing. Yeah. yeah. Value Jet. Yeah, if it right? works. Or yeah, lobby and, and get age changed to something else. Just, you know, just get rid of it. Because after thinking about it, a neighborhood Hilarious. friend of ours. I've got all these boxes. <laughs> there is a new candy called pancreatic cancer. I wonder if that's it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and you know it's fresh with the name pancreatic cancer on the box. Because you'll lose weight. I'm Don Shelby. Spokesperson. Kostaki wants to leave and he can't. I know. They're hilarious. Things to do. Kostaki, we'll look forward to next week, sir. Thank you, guys. Thanks Bye. very much, Kostaki Go football. Go, go football. Omaha, Omaha. Good one, Alex. Yeah. Isn't OJ asking for a pardon now? He yes. is because he said he's dying. You guys have talked about this, obviously. No, but they, like, no we have do, not. He thinks he has a tumor, right? Is, I mean, you have a brain tumor he, or something. Yes, that's correct. How do, do you doctors? think you have yeah. I, But do you think there'll be a bedside confession? Oh. Do, do, you think, no. do you think he's building no. up to something? No. no. Yes. Too, he would never be good to do that. Uh, yeah. No, oh. never. Uh-uh. I don't think he would. I don't know. I it's, like it. That would be interesting. I mean, and maybe what do you mean the, he, think, you think, he thinks he has a brain tumor? Every time I have a headache or a twinge, I think I have one. So what does that mean? Anyway, have, now I think I have one, just because you said that. <laughs> well, don't forget to leave some clippies up for Santa Claus this year on another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you, as always, by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week from Mikey Winfield, Chris Frangiola, Mike Brody, and Pat Proft. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. Merry Christmas, everybody.